Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G, and it's Thursday, December 8th. Tesla has hired Chris Winton, the former chief people officer at FedEx, in the automaker's new role of champion of the people, better known as pretty much the head of human resources. Winton is coming off of an impressive 35-year career from FedEx. The new Tesla executive is expected to be in charge of human resources for more than 100,000 employees at the automaker and recruiting, a massive endeavor at Tesla as the company is growing several major factories all at once. In another note, Tesla is known to use unusual titles for its executives, with Elon Musk, the CEO, becoming the techno-king of Tesla, and also the chief financial officer, Zach Kirkhorn, became the master of coin just last year. Tesla is again facing rumors that it is cutting production in China amid lower demand, even after cutting prices on its electric vehicles. Earlier this week, the rumors began circulating with Bloomberg claiming that Tesla was now planning to reduce production output by 20% in December. Tesla China said the report was untrue without going into details. But now another report from Bloomberg doubles down, adding the details claiming that Tesla is cutting 11 half-hour shifts into two nine-and-a-half-hour shifts per day starting on Monday. The shorter shifts will reportedly lead to reduced monthly pay income for Gigafactory Shanghai production staff. Elon Musk's bankers are considering Tesla stock-backed margin loans to support Twitter, which is under heavy interest expenses. To finance his $44 billion acquisition of Twitter, Tesla-backed loans were reportedly considered, but instead Musk ended up selling billions of dollars worth of Tesla stock. The rest was covered by investment partners and $13 billion in debt that is reportedly resulting in $1.2 billion in annual interest costs. That's putting a lot of pressure on the company's financials, and now Bloomberg reports that Musk's bankers are considering Tesla-backed margin loans. The loan amount is not known, but the discussions have reportedly focused on replacing a $3 billion loan at 11% interest. Musk selling over $10 billion in Tesla stock has already put a lot of pressure on the stock and its shareholders. That would just add more pressure, as downturns in the stock price could result in Musk selling even more Tesla stock. Tesla has reportedly tapped Tom Zhu, the president of Tesla China, to take over leadership of Gigafactory Texas as the factory is trying to ramp up production. In October, Electrek reported that Tesla was still looking for a leader at Gigafactory Texas, which is somewhat surprising considering that they started production at the factory one year ago. But now, according to Bloomberg, Zhu will be taking over responsibilities in Texas. The report doesn't specify if the move is permanent or if Zhu will retain his responsibilities in China. The news comes just after a report from China claiming that Zhu had been tapped to take over the role of CEO from Elon Musk. However, the circumstances of that report were strange to say the least, so we didn't take a whole lot of stock in it. Volkswagen Group has shared a progress update outlining the development of its upcoming MEB Plus platform. What was originally thought to be an upgrade to its current platform will actually become Volkswagen's next-generation EV backbone. The current MEB platform, without the Plus, <laughs> sits below several of Volkswagen's current EV models, like the ID3, the ID4, and the new ID Buzz. Back in April, the news broke on the Plus version, with Volkswagen promising an improvement in range. 
They shared an estimate using what is likely the WLTP testing cycle, and we surmise that using the EPA testing it would be around 350 miles of range. Of course, these numbers are very general, since Volkswagen shared this updated platform will support 10 new Volkswagen brand EVs by 2026. This will include a cheaper version starting at 25,000 euros. No exact timeline is available quite yet, but you can stay tuned to Electrek to find out. Honda is teaming up with CATL to supply batteries for over 1 million electric vehicles. Before we get too excited, this actually appears to be servicing only Honda's EVs in the Chinese market. From 2024 to 2030, CATL will be fulfilling 123 gigawatt hours of EV capacity, which is enough for their stated goal of 80,000 Hondas sold in the Chinese market. China accounted for over 56% of global electric vehicle sales in the first half of this year, but by the end goal year of 2030, Honda might need more battery supply than this contract will allow for. Hyundai Motor UK has shared pricing and performance specs for the two higher trims of the Ionic 6, the premium and ultimate trim level. From what we can anticipate, we might have something similar in the USA market. All versions of the Ionic 6 are coming to the UK featuring the larger 77.4 kilowatt hour battery, providing an estimated 379 miles of range. The premium rear-wheel drive version starts at 46,745 euros, which amounts to $57,120, while the larger, or rather higher trim, ultimate rear-wheel drive starts at 50,245 euros, amounting to $61,375. The automaker has already promised a smaller 53 kilowatt hour battery pack version for the US, but according to the Hyundai UK team, the larger battery will be the only option available in the UK, unless demand says otherwise. Upcoming electric vehicles from the Hyundai Motor Group, including the Hyundai Ioniq 5 and Kia EV6, are set to receive a performance upgrade. Of course, it's a hardware upgrade, so I don't think that current owners will get an over-the-air update. But nevertheless, the automaker will use new silicone carbide power modules for its eGMP platform to boost performance and driving range. Hyundai has chosen ST Microelectronics' new, highly efficient ACEPAC drive power modules for several of their new eGMP vehicles. At the moment, no hard specs have been announced, but Hyundai seems very excited for improvements to the overall powertrain performance. Hours after posting its third quarter 2022 results, Sono Motors CEO and co-founders offered public statements outlining the financial struggles of its Scion Solar EV program, which now teeters on the edge of being scrapped. The Sono team launched a 50-day campaign called Hashtag Save Scion, which implores its community of reservation holders to commit to a solar EV purchase to help kick off a 12-month journey to get into production. Those committed customers will only be held to payments if and when the 50-day campaign proves successful. Today's news is particularly disheartening since we have covered Sono Motors for several years as it progressed from a garage prototype into series validation, which debuted this past summer. Should the community funding fail, Sono Motors says that it will turn its attention entirely into its business-to-business -business solar experience. The company states that its current and expected liquidity should allow for a pivot to solar tech only, so the startup is not in dire straits, just the car. 
You may recall last week when sources within General Motors Tech Center told Car and Driver that the Corvette name would be receiving its own EV brand, complete with an electric four-door coupe and SUV variants. But now we are learning that the next two brands in contention for an electric spin-off will be the Chevy Camaro and Cadillac Escalade. The Post claims that GM initially wanted to reinvent the Cadillac brand, but Escalade just made more sense. Cadillac itself has already announced that they would only be bringing fully electric vehicles to market for the future, so we're not sure how that gets in there. An electric Camaro brand is also under consideration, which could include a 2 plus 2 coupe and a convertible 2 and 4-door SUVs and a Corvette-like mid-priced flagship sports car. I guess that would compete with the Corvette brand EVs, but I'm not entirely sure. If this sounds unnecessarily complex, then you're in the same boat as I am. Already, Ford is spinning off its own business into factions to handle electric vehicles, while other brands like Hyundai are also spinning off their badge for Ionic. There must be some kind of market research for moves like these because criticisms abound, it seems to be par for the course. Okay, it is opinion time. I find it amusing that General Motors is spinning off new brands from their anchor vehicles. I guess the life cycle of product names and brand names requires such chicanery. It seems like there is no goodwill left in the marketplace for the likes of the name Oldsmobile or Pontiac. Perhaps if it wasn't for the Chinese market, the Buick name would have been retired too. I'm just trying to imagine a four or five different Corvette SUV lineup or a handful of Escalade Roadsters or maybe a Camaro sedan that really makes me wonder if the market will swing that way. Maybe it never will swing back. I think that there's like 15 variations of the Civic, so maybe they're really onto something. Maybe this isn't the GM that we want, but the GM we deserve. In today's community comment found on YouTube, Debbie Bethel says, Hey, thanks. You're very welcome, Debbie Bethel. If this is your first time on the channel, and possibly the first time hearing my voice, welcome to Quick Charge. You can find me here Monday through Thursday, and again on Saturdays with the latest EV news recap. Thanks for watching Quick Charge by Electrek. You can also find an audio version on your favorite podcast player. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.